You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi everyone, it's Beatrice and it's Sharon and welcome to... <laughs> it just feels so unauthentic. I know. Anyway, and welcome to the BTS podcast. Um you can probably tell that Tammy's not here. So yeah, it's just it's just Beatrice and I today. You're gonna have to hey. the two of us. We're trying. <laughs> honestly, honestly, honestly. Um I was actually deep in it, like as we were like, oh, we realised that Tammy might be able to join us today. Um have we done this before? Yeah, we have once. Okay, I was gonna say I feel like it's not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that means um, you guys have listened to an episode with just us, so uh, maybe I'll try. As in, we're actually trying. Like, <laughs> at least we'll. At least this week won't be a week where we didn't record. Like we we recorded. So yeah, exactly. This is what we mean by consistency, keeping huh. it going when even when there's plans. As in, boy, boy. <laughs> But um, yeah, man. So it's just us this 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 week. So I hope you guys still enjoy. It's gonna be good. I'm excited for this topic actually because yeah, yeah, it's I feel yeah. like it's gonna be a good one. So yeah, I think it should be an interesting one for real, for real. And um, yeah. Also, um, actually, thank you to everyone for the reception um for <laughs> the episode that we received that we done last week because. <laughs> it, uh, honestly, like we when we were thinking about like just playing back the story, like. We would we didn't really think about it as like an episode because we just genuinely had to tell each other what we, was going on in our yeah. holiday. But yeah, that that those holidays that we, we we obviously were on, like God have mercy. So yeah, I'm happy that everyone kind of enjoyed the episode and was laughing because boy, it was we were we were laughing ourselves really and truly in, in Paris and in Dubai. So as in, boy, no, it's actually always good when people actually enjoy what you're talking about because like mm. you said for us it was literally just an opportunity for us to catch up because honestly we've actually all been so busy like Fan. we don't have time to have a two-hour pod and a two-hour conversation yeah like, to, like somehow find a way to merge this is actually you're <laughs> really just this is our group because up through an episode. <laughs> honestly you're literally just ending up to like tuning into our catch-ups because we in, that's the only time we can catch up as in <laughs> it's so crazy but yeah thanks everyone um I'm, I'm glad that you you enjoyed that episode. So, I guess we uh we kick start this week then. Um, how how was your week, Sharon? <laughs> first week um, on the job. First yeah. week on the job, y'all. Yeah. I can't speak English again. <laughs> first week on the job. It's actually true. Yeah, 
it was good actually um wow these hours they're mm. different um I, I tweeted the other day that thank god it's friday hits different now you know <laughs> thank god it's friday um. different oh my days i literally was only there for a week but i thought i was i felt like i was there for three weeks like by the time i got to like thursday i was like monday feels like a year ago like um. genuinely um things move like very 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 quickly um I made a couple of mistakes that I will not be making like for example like I was told on like I think it was like Wednesday that I needed to get something done by Friday so I was like oh, okay cool like, I'll do it tomorrow because I had a lot of stuff to do on the Wednesday mm. um and then I just ended up leaving Wednesday at like at like a like you know my normal kind of mm. contracted hours times where whereas I probably should have just done it on Wednesday like I should have probably just Mm. you know started on Wednesday at least started on Wednesday but I just mm. thought I've actually got time on Thursday to do it <laughs> mm. got to Thursday now the day's going you know it's going well I'm thinking yeah I'm probably gonna finish today as well like around 6 30 which is good and then I had a meeting I came back from the meeting and I basically had like a request to do like a bit of work basically and it literally took me out like hours like mm. hours like I didn't leave till like 11 mm. p.m um or 11 30 something like that um and then in the taxi home I was doing the work on the train mm. the following day into the office I was doing the work and when I got into the office like I like I finished it basically in the morning the next day mm. um but do you know what I'm actually not complaining because like everyone is so nice mm. um and the work is really interesting um it's very fast paced which I actually like like I like feeling like I've completed stuff that day if that makes sense mm. like, I like finishing the day and mm. being like I've actually done a lot today yes yes um, yes so yeah I'm actually not complaining at all it's just like obviously I've got to get I've got to get used to it because it's a completely different style of working to like what I'm used to mm. um, I think that's such a um, good point because actually I've definitely learned that as well like when I made the move like when I switched from like just normal like advisory consulting to specifically strategy consulting um like the the, the nature of the work is so quick it's unbelievable and yeah. like someone can give you something and like you said like it's not due for later on but because you don't know what's happening later on in the week you actually cannot Mm. you cannot wait like you have Mm -mm. to start it there and then because you have to honestly you just don't know and this is the thing like it's obviously as as time goes like on like you'll start to realize like um where like how long tasks take you to do so like when you hear like a type of work coming like you actually know okay like this type of work typically takes me this long to kind of do so therefore it's easy for you to like manage your time accordingly but it's so right especially at the beginning when you're still learning like the skills and still trying to like understand what you're actually doing Mm. starting earlier is always so so key yeah Um, absolutely like this week I'm literally not making that same mistake because Mm. It got to like Friday so basically like I said like on Thursday I then got something that had to be had to do which was due basically as soon as possible sort of mm. thing like um so I ended up sending it to her at like 8 30 on the Friday or something mm. and then even on the Friday the thing that I was set on the Wednesday I'm like so obviously I've had to like move it to Friday so I was like I'll just do it on Friday um and then it got to Friday and I had another thing mm. that I was asked to do that also took me hours so the thing that I actually was given on Wednesday which I was thinking 
oh mate that's not even gonna take me very long like mm. now it's on the back now it's like like this deadline is actually approaching and mm. when am I gonna have time to do it but can't I like I don't know it, like obviously it's my first week and like I've enjoyed it and stuff it's been good I just need to I just need to like get used to mm. get used to it I think and yeah you will it'll be nice like to like meet the other analysts properly because um the thing is with this area as well is that like obviously everyone's really nice and stuff but people are genuinely so busy like Mm. so it's like it's very difficult like even to like have a coffee catch up like I had that moved like so many times this Mm. week just because people also have like pressing deadlines and stuff but yeah and yeah, like at first, so like my first day, we were told that like we we have a PA basically, and mm. I thought, oh, this is very like um, this is very fancy, and like why do I have a PA? Like I don't. Mm. But then I realised, oh yeah, I get it now because yeah. genuinely, there's no time to be finding out like where, like there's no, you don't have time to like be looking in people's diaries for mm. meetings. Like mm. that takes up a lot of time, and like, it really does. When I was on my first project at my old company, like that used to take up so much time trying to find a date or a time that we could all meet mm. for like a, a project meeting or a, mm. or a stage gate meeting. Do you know what I mean? So mm. anyway, but yeah, that's it basically. How was mm. your week? <laughs> so wait, was that, was that the only thing that you, you did like you've done as, as it just oh, worked? Sorry. I forgot that I actually did other stuff. <laughs> I went to my friend's birthday party last night her 25th that was really nice actually because I haven't mm. seen her in a while because obviously it's been COVID and stuff and I met her boyfriend who again like I've heard so much about him but I hadn't actually met him yet so that was really nice mm. and then, yeah just some of my other girls from like my sick form and stuff oh it was just so nice to see everyone like, it was mm. so good mm. um there was some strange I haven't been clubbing in a while in it mm. So honestly, I just forgot like what it was like. Hmm. There were some strange people in the club. Hmm. Wow. There was one man, yeah. I swear, he was jumping like a flipping. I don't even know how to explain, like a ping pong. Obviously, a ping pong doesn't jump, but do you get what I mean? Like mm, what do you mean? He was, he was just jumping, like just he was just jumping like a jumping jack. I can't to the, to the, to the beat or what? Off beat, whatever, like oh, Beatrice, no. it didn't matter what for like two hours. Huh? Okay, he must have been on something. He was jumping, jumping, like with his hand in the air, like just jump, like he was trying to grab something from the ceiling. So oh, okay, high. no, he definitely was on something. You know, like when we used to, like, I don't know, when we used to play netball and stuff, and we'd be warming up, and it'd be like you jump as high as you can. No, of. stop it. I no, Beatrice, it was like that, yeah, for two hours straight every time I would look at him he'd still be jumping I'm thinking where's this guy finding the energy from mm. no it was actually it was nice no, too much it was actually mm. funny mm. um this whole clubbing thing though let's speak on it because there's so many articles that's been coming out recently about girls' drinks being spiked <gasps> oh my and goodness. honestly like I well actually okay when it comes to clubbing like I don't I don't actually I don't think I really do go clubbing in London like I, it's not really a thing for me um yeah I typically go to like ticketed events which I don't know if people count as clubbing um I don't because I feel like it's a bit no, more that's restricted. not club. that's not clubbing. yeah it's more restricted as to who can enter do you know what I mean um and yeah those ticketed events I, that's the ones that I tend to go to and yes they are typically black owned like ticketed events that's just me that's kind of where you know i'll go out to a dlt a recess 
whatever. And I don't even go that often, but if I'm going anywhere, it'll probably be, be that. But so I can't speak on how the environment is in like those big mainstream clubs in um, London. But it's so scary to to think that just going out with your girls to just have a good night can literally result in your life changing forever mm-hmm. because of men. And mm-hmm. it's the stories that we're hearing where it's like someone... And again, this one I think actually had a bit of false information because there was, you know, those societies that spread, like, that That obviously, like... um Oh, yeah. That promote or, like, you know, promote... Tell the story on, on, Not, on someone else's behalf sort of thing. No, no, no. I'm talking about the account. So, like, for example, a HIV awareness account. Because oh. there was a story where someone had basically said that someone had spiked her drink or injected her with something and there was something to do with HIV being involved and basically like an awareness kind of program which was I think it was actually verified as well came to basically say that actually like that isn't isn't typically possible like so it might it might not be a hundred percent fact but if it is then it's obviously like such a rare Thing. they just wanted to promote the awareness so obviously like hiv has such negative connotations in terms of like people thinking they can catch it by touching someone who's hiv positive when actually yeah. it's a lot more than that and it's not mm-hmm. it's not even transferred through through that sort of thing so they were obviously like just wanting to spread the actual kind of facts but pushing that aside just even knowing that people are getting needles into the clubs and injecting stuff even the fact that there's so much stuff around how girls should fix their drinks or like cover their drinks with stuff and it's like why mm. should we be doing that should you not oh. be talking to the people who are doing the damn thing in itself Listen. and it's just so scary like the the titles and seeing the pictures of girls who have been affected and they're being laid in hospital bed and it's just like this actually makes me just want to stay at home and i know you'll you'll give your own kind of thing as well but on top of that obviously with there's been videos released of I remember of a lady she was I think it was East Ham or I don't know where it was and she was walking on the street and it was during the day and someone attacked her during the day broad daylight even me now like I if you know me like I drive everywhere yeah so I don't safety is is the is there but because I don't use public transport that much um I'm typically in control of my journey, just like wherever I go. But one, there's two things now, which I never used to blink at before, but now I am genuinely petrified. When I walk from the station to my car, there's a path that's not that well lit. Mm. Um, And before, like I just walk and I'd have my headphones in, obviously listen to music like I do on my commute and then it's literally just a four minute walk or less than a four minute walk mm. and I never used to blink I mean obviously like it's late at night you just be normal careful but as in like I I, I am fearful mm. and I'm like if someone's around me like I have to make sure there's distance I'm constantly turning my head back like it's it's so crazy how this is now like like this is constantly in my mind because girls are experiencing this even in broad daylight yet alone at night when it's dark mm. and you know mm. like now especially because it's winter it's darker a lot earlier mm. um so it just adds on to that and then secondly just even parking my car and walking to my front door huh. that's also another area and i'm like i never used to blink at these things and you know like obviously when like when we go out and stuff like our parents will be, be safe or be safe or be safe 
but before we say, oh, like, cool down, like, it's actually okay, like, I'm cool, like, I'll just get an Uber, Uber safe, but now, you know, Uber's not safe because all these Uber drivers, some Uber drivers mm-hmm. are moving mad. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, literally, the ones that you would think, you know, are the safest routes, are not, there's nothing that's safe. Hmm. Do you know what Listen. I mean? Um, but that's what I've been that, thinking. That's literally, like, everything that you said is exactly how I've been feeling, like, mm. for a while. And like you said, it's been heightened um, for me as well with the whole, like, like, you know girls coming online to like tell their stories and stuff yes. and I feel like yesterday for example yeah I, had, I bought a drink at the bar or whatever obviously I've watched the lady make the drink that's all fine mm. um and then I wanted to go to the toilet but I hadn't finished my drink mm. and I wanted to put my drink down like my friend had like an area right so I was like I'm sure like I could put my drink here and like come back and it'd be fine but I was like actually I just don't feel comfortable doing mm. that because even though it's our area like, anyone else can come in anyone else can come like do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so that i just downed the drink like i literally downed mm-hmm. the whole drink so that i could go to the toilet and when i did that i just thought to myself this is so freaking sad like the mm-hmm. fact that i literally feel like i can't even go to the toilet and come back and meet my drink in a sensible visit like do you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like that's just so messed up and like for me even like there was the other day i was driving somewhere i can't remember where i was going and it was really late um, and it was one of those, like, in Essex, this is quite common where you'll be driving, like, down country lanes where there's literally no light mm. or anything. There's no one for miles and stuff. So I was on that kind of road and I just thought to myself, like, it's so late, it's so dark. Like, if there was a car that pulled up behind me mm. or, like, a car that, like, like swerved in front of me and blocked yes. me off, what am I doing? Like, yeah. even though even though I'm in a car, I'm not on public transport, but this is still very scary because it's like, or, do you know what, even worse, with the whole Sarah Everard thing, like if a policeman pulled you up now, oh my and they're God. telling, and they, what was the what was the advice that they gave? If a woman feels unsafe in the presence of they a should, policeman, yes, she should run away. Are you call nine nine nine? Are you actually mad? How There's can you actually, run away? And call the people that are literally that you're run away from. Exactly. And do you think you can run away? And the per- person that the police officer that stopped you will not. It's gonna be like, Hi, you. Okay, bye. Do you know what I mean? Like, Au revoir. Do you know what I mean? And the thing is, even if you call the police, they will verify him because Absolutely. he is a police officer. So it's like, what are you talking about? And someone else said as well, you, this advice is not um, consistent with black people. Like, you can't tell black people to run away from the Absolutely police. Absolutely not. We, you want us to actually die on the street? Like, Absolutely. So that it's just like, there's literally and what you said as well about the whole earphones thing like walking from your car Mm. to this fam I think I've said this on the pod before but like if I'm not coming home from work and I've not parked at the stations I'm getting the bus whatever the bus stop to my house is literally two minutes like if you're Mm. walking quickly it's probably like 90 seconds sort of thing Mm. um and I still can't and there's light, there's light on that road, but I mm. can't listen to music at all. Like I literally, I'm so scared that somebody maybe is walking behind me, but I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know, and yes. like they just grab me and pull me into a bush now or something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and like even this week, like I said, like I, I got a taxi twice from work, mm. and I don't even know the route. Obviously, how am I going to know the mm. route from Mayfair to um to Essex? Like I don't know. Mm. The route. And I was just thinking to myself, huh. If something were to happen in this car, Sharon, we had the exact same thought because I got, a, I had to get a taxi back from work one day this week as well, and I was literally like petrified. 
let's like what can you actually do because um, you won't know that you're off route like yeah or by the time you know you're off route it's probably and it's not going really to be off route when it's like just even hearing like if the doors lock because remember mm. those cases where people are like oh yeah we got in and then we heard the doors lock and just like why are the doors locking mm, honestly All and the thing is like it's that. like even stuff like that is kind of like, well, what do you tell the Uber driver? Because the Uber driver is probably thinking, well, yeah, I want to lock the door for your safety. Like, I don't want mm. anyone to, like, open the door whilst I'm driving or, like, an A127 mm. or something. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, that's actually scary because mm. are you locking the door? So that I can't get out. Get out, exactly. Like, all these mm. things, like, even when I, like, when I was working on clients at my old job and stuff and, like, you would want to go for dinner, these times it's not even that late it's probably like six or seven o'clock but it's like october november so it's mm. it's dark do you know what i mean it's an area that you don't know so it's like well i need to get i need to walk to wherever i'm going for dinner mm. but i need to also check my maps because i don't know where i'm going but mm. obviously to another to somebody that's like dodgy they they're gonna know you're not from that area yes do you know what I mean? yes yes <sighs> just being a woman in 2021 man it's honestly honestly it's scary as hell um, I, I didn't mean to to change the mood, but that is something that has been in my mind anyway, especially with the whole spiking of the of the drinks thing. Um, yeah. it's, it's a lot. It's really yeah. a lot. The women women are enduring right now. Um, honestly. Mm, mm. Um. Anyways, oh yes. how was your week? Yeah, I mean, my week wasn't too different in terms of I had a really busy week this week with a deadline again. So long hours as usual. Was in the office a lot this week as well. Um and yeah, food is definitely so expensive now. Like honestly, like it's actually a joke. Mm. Um I went to wasabi and I've not been to wasabi in about two, three years. Like I don't really typically eat wasabi anymore because I just I'm not really a fan of it like that. But I was so hungry because I hadn't had dinner the night before and the my my first meeting was super early, so I didn't have time for breakfast. Mm-hmm. So I was, yeah, let me get like a proper full-on meal, which uh, I, I just don't advise people to do when you're in the office because, yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> went to Wasabi and like, even like the, the prices, um, it was like £7 something. And I was like, I've never what? paid £7 Yeah, I've never paid £7 something for this. No, for this. Be £5. Yeah, so it used to be like £5 something, then it went to 6 and then now it's like literally like 7 something. So I'm like, this is so much. And obviously it's just that, like no drink, no nothing. Like, hmm. It's it's so expensive and like um I was thinking the other day like if I start going into work a lot more now I might as well get the prep um twenty pounds per month subscription because literally like getting a drink from prep like um the drinks now are like maybe like four pounds or something and like if you're getting it even like three times a week or something like by the time you get to the month like you've definitely spent more than 20 pounds so i was like oh maybe that's a way of me saving money mm. and be more efficient with it because actually 20 pounds like i can definitely spend that in a month if i'm going into work quite a lot mm-hmm. um and i like to get hot drinks because it you know like there's things that you just kind of do in your routine that make you feel a bit better like some people obviously yeah. it's coffee i don't take coffee when i go to prep but like i might have like a hot chocolate or a tea or something mm-hmm. so those type of hot drinks they they add to your day and i know people say he's trying to say but i don't really give a heck that they're, they're, they're things <laughs> that i enjoy that make my day that little bit better do you know what i mean uh, yeah um, yeah exactly so I was just thinking like damn like this is so expensive and transport again expensive like so many things that I'd basically like forgotten about when I was obviously working from home a lot more 
now that you know going in it's just like wow like I forgot this is how bad it was but then also it's just genuinely has gotten worse because of the increase in prices and stuff so um, yeah definitely reminds me of um of Wayne's (laughs) of Wayne's stories all the time when he's like let's see what happens today and he's like damn y'all they got me (laughs) so much on lunch or something like that I was like lol lunch is actually so expensive wow Mm. the only good thing not the only good thing but like one of the good things about this new place is that like the kitchen is fully stocked like I can't even explain Mm. how much food there is like so like this week obviously I was working late on Thursday and there were four of us that were in the office till late Mm. imagine I was the first person to leave and I left at 11 30 anyway um it just turned into like Pilkington Library oh for those people that don't know that's Loughborough's library it turned into like Pilkington Library level four and like level four in the library is like where you go when you're unserious like Mm. maybe you've got a deadline in two weeks but you know it's like Mm. nothing pressing or whatever it kind of turned into that like we were all just like gisting and stuff and it was just really funny anyway my colleague was like um oh are you guys coming in tomorrow because you can work on you can work from home one day a week even Monday or Friday Mm. so this was obviously Thursday night and so um one of the guys was like yeah I'm coming in haven't really got much food at home and you know obviously the kitchen's got loads of stuff <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm actually crying because that kitchen oh is it free God. like can you take whatever yeah, yeah. that's so like, good every kind of coffee you could ever think of like I walk past a Starbucks every day and every time I'm like oh, I really need a coffee I'm like there's actually no point because I can literally get this in the mm, office mm. um any type of biscuit there's beer there's prosecco there's there's Mm-mm. there's all sorts of canned drinks there's every kind of juice there's crisp there's biscuit there's you know those biscuits that we really like the ones that you but do you know what this means yeah this this is what this is something my friend said like ages ago ah uh, yeah when i know what you're gonna say when <laughs> they make an office so comfortable like that yeah ha huh, fam they they know, know. you're gonna stay there they know <laughs> They know they you, they know. gonna work you. You have no hundred percent, hundred percent. Because I was just like, at first I was like, oh, this is great. Then mm. I was like, hold on. If this wasn't here, do you know how many times you'd have to leave the office to go and get a snack? Like, mm. because obviously you'd you'd get really hungry during the day and like mm. in the evenings and stuff, but you're gonna have to like leave, mm. which is why the kitchen does have to be stopped. I can't lie, so obviously you have mm. to. But for me, it's good because when I do go out to get lunch, I literally just get one thing. Like I might just get a wrap and then mm. I just make, I make up the rest of the mildew in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that is so good. Yeah. Mm. But no, yeah. Oh, this working life it's not easy man at it's all easy. at all but um yeah for real um yeah so that, like yeah that was basically my week and then yesterday it was um our friend's 25th kind of celebration she actually turned 25 like a whole month ago um but there was no time to to celebrate it so yeah we went to her house and um yeah it was really it was actually so much fun um like I'm loving the games nights that we're basically doing now because we've taken a lot of the ideas from um Adesola's 25th when that company um hosted it I always forget whether it's your friends or my friends I think yeah um my yeah we, we spoke on this before but essentially for those who didn't tune in they're a um a group of people who basically like take over your games nights so like you can get them to host it and they come up with really good games it's a really good way to like um bring different groups of people together so like you know how if you're having like a birthday or something like there's different friendship groups and sometimes getting like people to like blend together and and like not just speak to the people they know it can be quite difficult so 
they do it in a way where they separate you which sounds like oh god that seems like work work kind of training kind of stuff but it's <laughs> um <laughs> it's actually really really fun um so we basically did that which was good so yeah it felt like we were able to meet other people which was so much fun um and yeah that that's basically that so that's my week and then you're going to um another party here later after this episode, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to party here again today. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. It should be good. Mm. It's so funny because um obviously I've been to one before now and like I went with Adesoli and Simi last time. So this time I'm going with Adesoli and Simi again and then like a few of our other friends. Mm. And me and Adesola have been thinking about the questions they could possibly that is ask so funny. and doing our research ahead of time. I'm actually crying. That is hilarious. But you are not serious. At all, we are not. Mm. Um I wanna see you guys on the podium. Hmm. We'll see, Shaq. Yeah. But um, no, yeah, it should be good. Looking forward to it. Um and if you don't know what party here is, then go and listen to episode number I don't know the one with new styles. So <laughs> <laughs> done. Cool. All right then. I guess that's um that's our week. Let's quickly jump to the song of the week. Um, so this week it's my song of the week, and I'm gonna keep it quite light and steady. So you'll see what I do there. Because <laughs> my song of the week is Wizkid Steady. Um, I really like that song. Like I I liked it obviously when when it came out. Um, but like. I don't know, as of recent, I've been banging it out and I just feel like it's just such a nice, like, good feel kind of song. Um, the beat is just, it's, it's good, isn't it? So, um, yeah, that's the song I've been listening to. So I just want to add it to the playlist so that when I also use the playlist, I hear that song. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think Sharon's mentioned this before, guys, but for those of you who don't know, the playlist is called BTS Song of the Week on Spotify and on Apple Music. So just type that in the search bar, then hopefully it should come up. And um, I don't know, is the one on Spotify hosted by you, Sharon? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So you see Sharon's name as the as the kind of the, the author of the of the playlist. And I think on Apple Music it will be Tammy. So you guys tune in, like we've said, it's actually a good a good playlist to to listen to music. It is a bit random. You can probably put it on shuffle as well to spice up to spice up a bit more. Um, but yeah, I enjoy it. So that's the song I'm gonna add. Wizkid, Steady. We'll make sure that we add it to the playlist and put it on our Instagram stories as well. So you guys can vibe with it too. Cool. So as you guys should know, like most weeks we do a dilemma. So me being the dilemma lady, apparently. Thank you. Um, I've got a dilemma this week. So I now remember what this this um account is called on TikTok. It's called um Two Hot Takes. Two hot takes. Two hot takes, yeah, because there's okay. two girls who host a podcast and um they basically have like a dilemma segment as well i think okay. and they post all of their dilemmas on tiktok and some of them are really juicy so mm. um that's where i've been getting my dilemmas from and that's where we, we will continue to get our dilemmas from <laughs> time until i can find the energy to go and look elsewhere but anyway um so right Beatrice, i want to get your, get your opinion on this so there's actually a couple of things that that form this dilemma to be fair so okay. anyway there's a girl and a guy boyfriend and girlfriend um, and when they first met, so it's the girl that's given this dilemma. When they first met, um, let's call, let's call the boy Fred, and we'll call the girl um, Jane or something. Mm-hmm. So when Jane and Fred um, first met, like Fred was like, you know how these people say, "Happy go lucky," "Happy go lucky," you know, laughing all the time, mm. like just very like upbeat, like very like full of spirit and all that mm. kind of stuff. <clears throat> 
Um, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, as well, like they like used to travel all the time, like that kind of thing. Mm. Obviously with COVID, like they weren't able to do that. Um, but like more recently, they've been able to travel and stuff. Um, and she just found that like, in recent times like he's just not been his normal self like mm. and I think as well they live together so obviously I guess it's it becomes more apparent when mm. you actually live with the person and it's kind of like no nah, this person's actually changed like mm. it's not just a mood or whatever like this is this is you now sort of thing mm. so um yeah his kind of demeanor and everything has just like completely changed he's not the same that he used to be like they went away and stuff and like it just wasn't the same like he just didn't really like he just didn't really seem like he wanted to kind of be there etc and then she just started noticing like he would just bring up his ex Mm -hmm. and um he'd be like oh yeah I remember when Taylor used to do this or whatever Uh -uh. and she was like "Mm, this is very weird like we've been together for a while and we never really talk about exes Mm -hmm. the only thing she knows about the ex is that the baby's completely different to her like um what did I say this girl's name is Jane I think that's the name I gave her if that's not the name then that's Natasha okay cool so yeah Jane is six foot and blonde and Taylor is like five three and brunette or something and you know Mm. for like I feel like for white people like hair colors oh yeah it's a personality it's a personality trait I don't really understand why because you can dye your hair like I don't know so yeah so um Jane is like six foot and blonde and like um Taylor's like five three and brunette or whatever and like they're just like they're very complete different people or whatever mm. and she just ignored it like the first time or whatever but then he would say like oh like stuff like oh you don't you don't um mm-hmm. cook it like Taylor would cook mm-hmm. it like that and then she was thinking like what the hell anyway I don't think she ever raised it she just kind of ignored it but then there was one time they were in the bedroom or whatever, mm. getting it down, having a good time. And then he called her Taylor. Excuse me. Fine. Cool. So then, unfortunately, like, really, really sad. Like, his dad passed away in a fatal car accident. And so she's been there for him and his family, like, him and his mum. Mm. Obviously, because, like, he literally spiralled into, like, a deep depression and stuff like that. And mm. um, she just wants to be there for her man, obviously. Mm. So she was doing loads of stuff. Like, she would go over to the mum's house, cook for the mum, clean for the mum, all that kind of stuff, right? How can the mum turn around to her and be like, you missed the spot over there. If Taylor was here, Taylor wouldn't have missed that spot. Huh? The mum? The mum. No, no, no. What's going on? What is going on? So she said, um, and then, cool, the final straw for her was that the boyfriend then said, I can't lie. Like, so she came to the house another day, right, to, again, to cook and clean. And she just thought, like, I'm just going to <clears throat> my boyfriend's mum's house. I don't really need to be looking 100%. Like, I'm just going there to, like, literally help around the house. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, she's just asked her husband and all that kind of stuff. Um, because when it happened with the whole Taylor thing the first time, she just thought, do you know what? Like, she's going through a lot. Like, let's, like you mm-hmm. know, don't really want to really cause an argument or mm. assume she's just lost her husband um anyway so she goes over to the house now and the boyfriend's turned around to her and being like you need to put in more effort like why do you look like that if taylor was here huh? she would actually make an effort to look nicer and she said that for her that was the final straw like she's just like, i can't do this anymore and she's saying basically the dilemma is is she wrong for leaving a relationship 
where she's constantly being compared to an ex, even though her boyfriend is depressed and has just lost his dad. Like, is that really bad timing? And then Mm. I guess my question would also be like, what do you do in a situation where your relationship prior to this has been perfect? Like, it must have been, they lived together. It sounds like they've been together for a while as well. And then randomly, just all of a sudden, like, he just starts comparing you to his mm. ex that he's he never speaks about and hasn't spoken about prior to this that is a tough one so which question am i answering first um let's answer the second question first just because i think it flows a little bit better so what would you do in a situation where or like what would you advise someone to do in a situation where your your boyfriend is talking about his ex constantly and comparing you to the way that she used to dress and sweep the floor <laughs> Honestly, like it's a clear, it shows clearly that this person does not value you for you. Mm. Um, because the only reason why you're obviously bringing up someone else is because you clearly don't think this person is doing enough, or mm. do you know what I mean? You're not appreciative mm. of what that person has done because you think they can do more. Mm. Um, and in that case, I feel like I don't know why you would remain in a situation like that. Especially when, in this context, it's something that just came out of the blue randomly. You've mm. been doing stuff anyway, and he's been happy. Mm. Um, you've both been happy. This sudden switch, it's sick. It's just screaming, get out of there! Like that—that that mm. is literally what what I think. And um, I just don't understand why anyone would feel comfortable, like to even open your mouth and say, "Oh, yeah," like my ex or something. Like you must be trying to be spiteful as well because mm. what when you say that what what do you what type of reaction are you trying to get out of the person exactly. are you are you saying it because you like in my opinion I, I don't know why you would say that if you're trying to actually get them to do better like if for example we all know that it's there's some you know your your standards can change right so like typically in your early on in the relationship you might not be expecting of your partner to do certain things but as time progresses because the relationship becomes more solidified and you know you're more de- not I don't know how to explain it but like you're, you're more intertwined with each other mm. it's okay to understand that actually yeah like I think he like I would ex- actually expect a bit more now than I than I would at the beginning which is fair there's natural progression do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so him wanting maybe his girlfriend to do something more than what she was doing before is not the issue and I think that's something to for me to just stress on because that's actually something that some people might disagree with because some people be like, you know, what you like, you can't just switch up on, switch up on or change your opinion. Like we've said this before, like changing the way you feel about certain things is natural with life. Things can happen mm. in life that make you want things in a different way. That mm. and all of that is completely fine, but it's really the communication. And when you're saying that to your partner, basically wanting them to to do something different or do something more, the way you go about it, you don't need to bring up an ex. Like you really do not. Mm-hmm. You can literally tell, like, oh, like you know, for example, you said about the whole like coming and looking a bit better. Mm. Fair enough. Like I think that whole thing in itself is just rude because of the context. But let's say, for example, just taking out the context of his parents like passing. Let's say that like on like date nights you know we spoke about like letting yourself go sometimes mm. let's say like she just like started to like slip a little bit and he was like nah like I like you should be putting a bit more effort to come and see my family or something along those lines yeah that's fine to have that opinion but communicating it like there's so many ways you can literally say that in such a better way like oh babe like I can't like um 
I would really love it if like if you could actually just like just a bit more when we come and see my family because they they really they really care about the appearance of how like do you know, do you know what I mean like, it's just yeah. like things like that that is such a better way to do it than referring to your ex and like as like anybody that brings up an ex in any situation is trying to be spiteful so it doesn't come from any place of love any place of like wanting you to actually do better and and giving you the opportunity to improve mm. um sorry i've gone on 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 but that's something that 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 i think of immediately in relation to that what do you think no yeah i i agree and i just feel like like you said it's so true like what are you trying to gain from mm. saying that? like you're not trying to have a healthy discussion because you've already um you've already triggered that person and i feel mm. like that's very intentional, especially if it's something that you weren't doing before and all of a sudden you started doing it. Like, yeah. intentionally, something has happened, something has clicked. Some external factor has occurred for you to now start talking about something you've never spoken about. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yes. Like, nobody in a right mind actually, and that's not even me trying to be rude, like, nobody, like, just that is actually sane, just randomly one day starts talking about something without it having been triggered by something else you get what I'm trying to say like you will have a you will have a stream of thought which leads up into the point where you're like oh my ex did this do you get what I'm trying to say absolutely it's not even what you've just said it's the context behind it like have you been speaking to her recently have you seen her or so you know what I I don't I I disagree with you on that so I don't really care about the context like okay fair enough like sometimes actually you know how we say like men 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 are men so like really and truly yes like more times like more more than likely like yes there might have been an interaction before that has triggered it but because the mum in this context has said something I actually think that it could be coming from a family place because a lot some families right and I I don't I'm just here I'm just saying it based off kind of what other people have told me and their own experiences and stuff um but like let's say for example now like when you're becoming more serious with somebody um let's say the guy and like was speaking to his parents was like yeah like this is actually like the one like really reiterating that you know sometimes some parents can be quite wicked or like they can be quite Mm -hmm. brutal which is fair enough because they're talking to their own child or they might be like oh um oh like are you sure like what is it about this babe that's that's better than the person that you were with before like just being very very flat out because it's clear the mum also has an agenda because she also mentioned it which is why I feel like but that's why I think about like it's, it's not, not a case where you well, it's not a case where the guy has like spoken to the ex or like what's going on behind the scenes it literally might be his parents feeding in stuff into him and then his yes like yes then his mind kind of going on to one but yeah. for me like that that isn't the i don't me personally like i don't think that is the one that bothers me the most i think it's more no, about i know that's not that's not even what i was gonna say i was gonna say i was gonna say that like I was saying before, like, it's a stream, like, stuff has happened prior for you to get to this point where you're saying, like, my ex did this or my ex did that, or where you're saying her name whilst we're in an intimate moment. Mm. And my thing is, like, if that's the case, like, if you have been speaking to her or if, like, even what you've just described now about, like, a family, whatever, if you're my boyfriend and I live with you, like, I need to, like, you need, I need to be in the know. Like, I need Mm. to understand, like, I, you can't just randomly one day start comparing me to someone I've never met like if there's something that I'm doing that you're unhappy with and maybe you've met up with her and and I I can't lie I am definitely of the opinion where if you're meeting up with an ex and you have a partner that person should definitely know it doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be a whole thing of like 
is it okay if I go I don't think it should be that but I definitely think before you meet like that's something that should definitely come up especially if you're speaking to someone every day like it's very it's very unlikely that you're gonna be speaking to your partner every day meet up with your ex and they're not gonna know because it's like more time you know where the part your partner is most like mm-hmm. most times of the day okay but in the in so, the context that I just gave where it's not a case where you're meeting up but it's your parents would you also say that in that case actually yes like he should be telling um he should be telling his girlfriend that actually I can't lie to you but like my my parents have been bringing up my ex quite a lot to set the scene do you get my point uh yes and no so I don't know if I think he she should know but I don't know if she should know in the way that you've just described I think if it's a thing where your parents are saying your ex your ex your ex yeah and you disagree I don't think that needs to be brought up with the girl but not this you're gonna let's say let's say because obviously here is trick it's triggered him yeah so his let's say his parents said something and then it's triggered him to think oh damn like really like what is it that like this babe does this better or like why why her and then like when he's seen some of the things he's like damn like this babe would have the other girl would have actually done it a bit better so like why like do you get what i mean so yeah i'm saying in i that think case, there's definitely a way to say it but i don't think it it needs to basically what i'm trying to say is like I think there's something that you should say something, but I don't think it needs to say it. It needs to be like it's coming from my parents because mm. unless your reasoning, unless you're going to break up with me and it's because of your parents, then yeah, okay. And it's good to know that. But I don't think that, I, basically what I'm saying is I think the dynamic between the girlfriend and the parents will be spoiled from that moment on, even if they mm. later on grow to love you. Like, I think you, in the back of your mind, you'll always, you always be thinking like, oh, like, I don't know, they never really thought I was good enough or they preferred yes. the ex, but they're yes. settling for yes. me. Which yes. is why I'm saying, I don't think he should be like my parents said. I think he should just be like, oh, babe, like, I think actually, like, it would be nice. Like he said, it'd be nice, like, if you, like, you know, you would, mm. if you came over, if you dress up more. Not because Taylor dressed up more when she was with me. Mm-hmm. Just, can you dress mm-hmm. up a bit more? Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to tell, like, the whole story. Like, sometimes, mm-hmm. I can't lie, the truth is better left as half. Do you get what yes. I'm trying to say? Like, yes. you don't need to say the exact thing, but I think the fact that he's he's bypassed that and gone straight to the whole ex thing, mm-hmm. then he might as well just break up with her because I can't lie, like, I don't really see a way out of this situation. From the time the mum has even come to pipe up as well and be like, well, that's why, she's, that's why she's walked away. It makes sense. Which yeah. is why I agree. I agree with her walking away because... What do you really think about the there's no, there's no coming back from this. I'm so sorry, but like... What do you think about the timing? It's clear that these people... look. So this is... Okay, so with the timing, I actually don't give a damn because I yes. genuinely feel like the way that they've done it, they've not been... Appre- they're not even appreciating what she's doing. So at the end of the day, like... If people aren't appreciating you in any way, shape or form and literally just be listening to you and be listening to everything that you've been doing, why must you remain regardless? Like, yes, I know that people might say, oh, no, but like they're doing they're, they're saying that because they're hurt and all of that nonsense. But we're all adults here, like not saying that loss can't affect you and depression is real. Like, I get it. But for it to be this severe, like. It's something that's been happening before the, the dad passed away in terms yeah. of the way that he was moving as well. Mm-hmm. And then for the mum to then add on to it, you just you can just tell that look, this is this is definitely a family that needs to heal separately and they need to do with whatever they're doing without me there. Like mm. you don't need to be involved in that. Like mm-hmm. it's I think it's better even for you to walk away now. Let them deal what they're dealing with. And then if you want to come back and talk about your own relationship after when things when things are in a better place then do that but 
I think that it's right to walk away because there's no point being there because you're not appreciated. They don't really care for your feelings and anything like that. And even though, yes, it's not her loss, but we all know that like just losing, knowing that the person that you love or the person that you're with has lost somebody that that means a lot to them. It affects you too. So Mm. just because it's not her dad doesn't mean that she's not in a mourning period herself. And she's also pulling through that. So I think the fact that they've completely like disrespected her feelings as well and you know disregarded the fact that she's also in a period of mourning it's not just them because everybody's affected it just it's just just better for you to remove to remove yourself out of the situation and let them let them try to to heal and and if you're that concerned about your boyfriend tell his boy that yeah you know he's going through something be there for your for your man and and be there for your bro and then like you can just you can take a step back Mm. you have to protect yourself I think in theory everything you've just described is correct like I think if there was a textbook class what the textbook would say I think in reality I just don't know how you would do it because oh it's so tricky like it's so hard but you know what Sharon sorry to jump in go on I was going to say, do you know what? Um, yeah, I think it's particularly difficult just because they live together. So it's not just like, uh, you know, we're breaking up and we're going to create space with time. Mm. This kind of breakup is very, like, hard-hitting um, because she needs to actually leave the house. Or if it's her house, he needs to leave the house. So I think it's actually very difficult in that like I think she's absolutely well within her rights to leave like I don't Mm. think she needs to be there yes he is going through something that like I pray that none of us have to go through for Mm. a very 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 long time Um, and the way that the the dad's even died is very dramatic it's not even Mm. like it was like is dramatic the right word I don't know yeah sudden sorry if that was like the wrong term but um in that like he wasn't ill like he mm. literally was in a car accident and like he was dead there was no preparation to prepare you for nothing i can't even imagine what that feels like so i feel like it's just it's she's well within her rights to leave but genuinely like how she does it i don't i don't know how she's going to do it because i think like you said i think yours your answer is the textbook standard answer like absolutely like she needs to get mm. out of there she's not appreciated but then it's kind of like I don't even know like how do you do it I don't know (laughs) but you know what's so mad though we're we're speaking on this but I really feel like and again I'm just going off of what I know other people have done actually in in cases where they have gone through they're going through a dark period and they've got their partner with them and it's clear that they aren't happy Mm -hmm. I actually think in this situation I would have actually expected the guy to let the girl go in the sense that he himself knows that this girl isn't doing what my ex does he himself knows that he's now in a depressive state um where he isn't himself and you know what it's like sometimes when you know you're going through something and it's like you know what yeah for the people that I love it's actually just like I know that you shouldn't really be going through things by yourself but sometimes you know where you can assess that actually the damage that I would do to this person is not fair Mm. And, like, I would rather them be a bit more free and, like, do you know what I mean? Not feel, not have to take on this full-on burden that I'm taking at the, at the at the time. So I know that he would have obviously wanted his girlfriend to support, but it's clear that even when she's given the support, he isn't really feeling it. It's not really mm-hmm. giving him what he needs. 
I personally would have expected him to be like, look, like, obviously it's clear that we're not, you know, in the like a good place at the moment. Um, my mind is obviously not, my head is not really like here, like I'm confused. Um, and obviously this death has like obviously affected me a lot. I understand if you want a break or if you want time off like I don't know how to explain I know that we don't really like do breaks and stuff but in this case like I'm more (laughs) understanding of someone saying you know what yeah I I genuinely feel like I just need time to like fix because you know you know we know sometimes when we go through things that like not that we're broken but we need we need to like do some internal stuff like this Mm -hmm. is something that like actually needs to be managed internally like nobody externally can really help you Mm. apart from yourself Mm. and in those cases it's it's, yeah you you you'd expect the person to be aware enough. I don't think this guy sounds like the type of guy that would do that. I think he would, he would hear what you've just said and be like, how can you be leaving me at the worst moment in my life? Like Mm. my dad literally just died and you need a break. You need a break. Mm. (laughs) Like Mm. I genuinely feel like that's the type of guy that she's dealing with, which is why I feel like everything that you're saying, like I agree with, but like I said, like I feel like it's such a textbook answer because in order for that to happen and that to be like a smooth like transition, this guy would have to be normal. And he just doesn't mm-hmm. sound like a normal guy. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? His family um, don't sound normal in itself. In terms of his in, I don't get it. But I can't lie though. I also, from what she, the, the dilemma that she's given, it doesn't sound like she's even addressed it. Mm. Which I, like, well, it's up to her whether or not she wants to address it to be fair. But like, I think knowing me, I would be like, First of all, what the heck? Why do you keep talking about this girl and where mm. this is coming from? Um, and maybe that's even her out. Like, maybe that's her out. She just needs to ask, like, what, mm. what's going on? Why do you keep bringing her up? If you bring her up again, I'm gone. And it doesn't even need to be about the whole, like, she won't then feel sorry about the whole dad thing because it's just like, well, he knows for a fact that if he brings up this thing, I'm leaving regardless sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> I wish we could hear the outcome of this dilemma because... That is funny, but um, well, it's not funny, but like, yeah, hearing the dilemma, hearing the actual dilemma is actually is a good shout. Sometimes you hear these things like, ah, so what actually happened? <laughs> what did you actually decide to go and do? As in, boy, but, um, would you ever <laughs> submit a dilemma? Sorry, just random, but would you ever said submit a God dilemma? Forbid. <laughs> I'm even shocked that people even do it in the first yeah, place. Yeah, me too. Because somebody knows your account, unless unless it's like one of them curious cat ones where it's like completely anonymous. But like more time, they can that you're messaging. They know who it is, where they just obviously hide your name when they broadcast it and stuff. It's not me you're gonna have there. Like when people message Aloni on DM her, like unless you're using like a, a fake account, but these fake accounts they can always somehow there's there's someone that can trace it to what, like your IP location or mm. trace the email address that the account was set up to, like those type of. Do you know things. the worst one for me? Which what I was like, I cannot believe people are actually responding truthfully. <laughs> was when Tony Tone did a thread about men that don't love their wives. Mm-hmm. Um, did you not see it? Remind me again. This was this was years ago. Basically, I don't know. Like she did a thread and spoke about. Okay, so I think it was about um how men have she knows men or she's heard men say in the past 
um that say that they never actually married the the, the true love of their lives oh, yes by yes, the time they yes. were ready to marry that babe had Same. already married someone else yes. or like they said they weren't ready at the time or they weren't serious but then they've gone to date other babes and then they realize oh actually I was actually in love with that girl but you know just and yeah. she was just like um men can you anonymously submit da, da, da. there were men with, married with kids like yeah like I still think about my ex oh or my I just married God. this woman because I needed to be married and she was there at the time like it was a timing thing not a love thing and I was reading it like this is very interesting but at the same time I was like damn I really pray that nobody hacks into this babes or honestly I hope she has two-factor authentication because mm. if they find her and they find you mm. like you're finished because even these men they even though she said I'm gonna submit the answers anonymously they would still start the the thing with please make this anonymous yes. and they end it with please make this anonymous like if you're trying to be that anonymous then why must you share your story like mm. is it that like you need to get it off your chest like i don't get yeah i don't get it either i don't get it unless these things are made up but i don't i don't get it at all no i don't i genuinely reading those answers i don't think they were made up at all mm. But um, I think that for me was the most shocking one because I was like, this is a whole family structure that could break down because of a DM. Like, mm. anyway, what do I know? That is so true. Wow, I remember that actually. Mm. Damn, y'all. God mm. damn. Honestly. Bruh. But um, just continuing on from tweets and stuff, there was a tweet that I saw and I literally just like something so quick. Um, But I was just like, what is going on? Like, in fact, there's two things. So first of all, <laughs> there was um, a poll. And I was like, oh, you know when you just see polls come up? Like, and I was like, oh, what's the question for this poll? <laughs> the question was, do you, have you ever looked at your partner on certain days and think, damn, they're a little ugly today? I'm crying. Why that question just made me... <laughs> what was the answer on the poll? Do you I'm... know what's so funny? Gonna... Yes was 48%, no was 52. Oh no, that's pretty much 50-50. <laughs> I don't know why that question made me cackle. Like I was cracking up. I was like, wait, what? And people were actually reading this and saying, yeah, you know, like I do. I'm crying. <laughs> Oh my god, nah, that one it just made me laugh so much. Do you like, ever oh. have it though where it's like after you stop talking to a person or something and then you see them again, I don't know, at an event or something? Mm, you're like, what the <laughs> heck was I thinking yeah. there, y'all? Do you know what it is though? I feel like I know what mine is. Go on. Okay, what's yours? What's yours? Mine is that I'm very much attracted to personality. Yes. So it's like yes. when your personality is popping, in my mind, you're stunning. Like, mm. I don't know how to explain it. Yes. But like, not that these people aren't good looking, like, before I now start saying, oh, I only talk to ugly guys. Ah! That is a damn lie. That Amen. is a damn lie. Cause... Anyway. Um, ah! <laughs> that's a damn lie. But there are definitely... Hey! Mm. And you know when people's faces start coming to mind, you start, start screaming that's internally. Fun. There are definitely people where I look at them and I'm thinking, I don't want to be associated with just looking at them like oh damn but yeah like I said for me 
it's a personality thing like I'm way more attracted to personality than I am to looks I'm not saying that you have to like like obviously I need to be physically attracted to you mm. but your physical attraction increases in my mind yeah subconsciously mm. when your personality is popping and then like if we're not talking anymore and like something has happened that's caused us to stop speaking your personality to me is just not as attractive and so mm-hmm. then physically you're just not attractive to me anymore mm-hmm. spot on that is literally is that yours me. as well yeah spot on um when you're with when you're like attracted to someone it's, it's a package do you know what i mean and like just obviously like if you aren't talking to that person anymore you don't really know why one especially if it's like ended on bad terms or something like that like you've seen a different side but obviously you didn't like and that's the reason why that things have ended do you know what yeah, i mean like yeah, you're yeah. not aligned to each other so you look at that person you're like this person's not for me like and when you know someone's not for you looking at them you're like how could how could i even think this person was for me like what yeah, was exactly. i thinking that's that's exactly. kind of what it is have um, you ever had it where um <laughs> Oh my gosh, we have to cut this bit out. I don't know, but have you ever had it where um you've seen somebody that I used to speak to? Wait, wait, hold on. I don't know if I'm about to make sense. Have you ever had it where I've been speaking to someone you've been thinking like, oh yeah, like he's a nice guy, or whatever. Like he's funny, he looks good, blah blah blah. And then like I've stopped talking to him, and you've just thought that like, what absolutely the heck? Like, because I've had that with you as well. I know you definitely have. I can even think of the people. Yes. About. Anyways. Yes. <laughs> Because the other day, it wasn't even the other day, but you know, you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, and I, I was just looking. I was just looking at this guy, and I was just thinking, but I can't believe I even had to spend my Saturday nights talking about you. Yeah, honestly, oh. honestly, that's literally the same. Like, and again, it's it's part of that deal where you know somebody is just not even like right. Like mm. they're not that person um, mm-hmm. that was they were kind of depicted as as before. Yeah, so they aren't a match. So it's just like how on earth did that even become a topic like why were we even putting energy and thought into that conversation yeah like definitely definitely um I feel like all girls have like definitely gone through that and probably guys as well yeah um, probably guys I don't know yeah no I can imagine guys have do that as well when they obviously like yeah you know, they see someone that they're like their boys so like damn bro like really like mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can imagine that being the case for everyone but um yeah it's definitely a thing boy definitely a thing. yeah no that is so funny for real for real cool and then the next thing i um i saw on the tl was um again the topic of hairstylist it seems like as if i swear it's like clockwork because i swear it was this time last year i don't remember when but it was Listen, around... it's literally every two to three months I can't it's lie. every two to three months but i'm thinking back to the whole clubhouse thing where like oh, the yeah. whole thing kicked off yeah but um another stylist terms and conditions hmm. um was screenshotted and uploaded to the tl and I know this is, you know, it's Black History Month, you know, and also, you know, Black, was it Black Business, Black Pound Business Black Day? Pound, yeah. Something like that, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, you know, obviously still supporting that thing. I still think it's great. But again, looking at this, and obviously this shouldn't really be a deciding factor and stuff, but this is things that just absolutely, just absolutely blow my mind. But basically with this, um, this terms and conditions, so for people who don't know, a lot of um, hairstylists that are on Instagram, um, they typically have a link that like a booking online booking system that they have a link on their profile click on it and then you can request the service that you want the date the time and you typically pay a deposit to hold your slot that type of thing but recently not recently actually it's been a thing for quite a while but it's been getting basically out of hand the terms and conditions that come with the booking and let's say for example you want to just go and get you know your wig typically before you'd go like this is even back in the day with like your aunties and stuff or like even just sewing or whatever like they would do the came that you can go with your hair basically like undone like as in like fully not touched and they would take care of the whole journey of getting your hair ready 
for the style. So it will include maybe even a wash, blow dry, um, cane rose, you know, sewing, all that type of thing. Yeah. Styling, all of that. Styling, everything bundled in it. But now everything is basically like an add on service. So Hmm. it gives them opportunity to obviously make more money, which we get in this day and age. You know, it makes sense. Things, you know, things that typically were bundled are now being charged as add ons. We experience that everywhere, but it's still being taken as the piss. So one of the ones is particularly on. For example, being late to your appointment, you know, if you're like five minutes late, some people are now saying that you have to pay £10 on top of your appointment. Those type of things, which actually, when you think about it, like it, it is very, very mad. Um, and it's mad because they'll be an hour late and that's yes. not an exaggeration. Like yes. there's times where you have to wait an hour for an appointment that was already just an hour, like getting your yeah. lashes done, for example. And you're five minutes late, they charge you £10. But if they're an hour late, they don't do anything. They don't knock off any money. They don't, do you know what I mean? um what was i even saying now so yeah so um they've obviously been charging now like sharon mentioned you know it can be an hour or something they they might be an hour late and then they won't do anything about it whatever but um so with this particular um this particular stylist their their specialism is is sleek ponytails so sleek ponytails you know um with natural hair and blah 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 obviously that's kind of what they deal with but also you know ponytails require straightening blah 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 so this is the terms and condition, guys, and just hear this. So ponytails and sleek style should last up to seven days. This is the, this is only if you maintain it well. That's fine. They tell you the instructions. Tie it down with a silk scarf when sleeping. Stay away from humidity, heat, and try not to sweat or get wet, which, you know, is a bit mad sweating and getting, you know, sweat is just natural, but it's okay. No one sweats on purpose unless it's a gym. But okay, cool. We'll do that. Then it says... When coming to your appointment, please make sure your hair is clean, blow-dried in brackets from root to tip and product-free. This, for me, is a contradiction because we know as African as black people, blow-drying your hair with nothing in it is sometimes problematic because it leads to breakage. You need to put some sort of conditioner or something in your hair to blow-dry it to make sure that, you know, you don't lose hair. Like, no one just blow-dries hair so from dry, like, just dry, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, so that one I didn't really typically have a problem with because I can't lie, when I do blow dry my hair I put some sort of soft conditioner or something in it to make it a bit easier for myself and I don't want my hair to just be dry like it's not going to happen so and I don't really like blow drying straight away from the wetness like all of that but anyway that's my own thing let me not go too much into my own um, hair care routine you, know, you guys aren't here for that <laughs> so then the next thing is no conditioner should be left in your hair that's literally my own what I just said now about me putting in leave-in conditioner to like keep my hair like okay like they've said that no conditioner should be left in your hair then they say if this is not adhered to and you attend your appointment with grease we will cancel your appointment if we can reschedule you slash wash your wash your hair at your appointment it will be an 80 pounds fee hey that has no, to I don't be more than the hair appointment. The fee to having conditioner in your hair is eighty pounds. <laughs> Not how much finally. is this Oh my god! Fam, how much is this babe even charging for the style, fam? That you're coming to say a that the fee last seven days max. Seven days. They said up. They should last up to. Up and to. you know in styles, we guys. So we all know this when we shop on Pretty Little Thing Asus. When they say twenty up to twenty five percent, you know really and truly, it's only one item is twenty five percent off. Twenty five percent off. So exactly. really and truly, you know that up to seven days, really and truly, is four days with a buffer of three days additional. Yeah, literally. Every point. 
literally everybody knows that so for you to have the audacity the audacity the audacity to come and tell me 80 pounds feet on top of me then paying to get this style done nah it's the fact that she did this during black history month as well she must be crazy 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 no honestly i just find it so yeah it's just like it's like I know she's black. Like I know she's black, but it's just kind of like you would not, you would expect this from a stylist that doesn't, that doesn't use, cater to the hair type. That, of, exactly. Yes. And it's like the fact that you have, you yourself have black hair. Yes. So how can you possibly say this to a customer? And also, how can you treat your client like this? Bam. I don't. This understand. is an, this meant say, to be the welcoming page. Let's see. This is this is not a conversation. This is hmm. literally on the website in bold. Just, by the way, tell us about this. Tell for us, those people who don't know, this text is in red. In I bold. was just gonna say, tell us the color of the text because honestly, how can that be in red text? And she's got some caps in there as well. Yes, yes, it's actually disgusting. It's Somebody rude. tweeted. Um, I don't know if this was also attached to the tweet that you said. I can't remember. Yeah, it was tweeted once. Tony and Guy start learning how to do African hair no but Shan, that's not even what the tweet was even saying basically oh, it's it? and now announced that okay so this is the thing let me let me let me build on that so obviously like, you made a good point this this person that's this hairstylist is black herself so she the reason as black people as women you know we we go to people that can manage our hair because it's not it's not easy it's not easy to manage black hair and you would obviously trust your hair with somebody that has a similar hair type to you because they know about how to deal with it right mm-hmm. but what this person's now added and actually i didn't know this which i think is actually fantastic and i've been seeing it a lot more is that now it is a requirement it is not a case where it's like oh you know you don't go to these high street hairstylists because you just don't trust them. But it's a requirement on their part to now learn and it's embedded into their courses hmm. to now how to style and cut African hair. Hmm. So now all those UK hairdressers are now being taught and, hmm. learn, and taught how to manage our hair. It's a Therefore wrap, it's meaning boy. that these AIG hairstylists basically are obviously need to be careful i don't say need to be careful but they need to understand that their competitors now is not just black people but other people as well because they're now learning how to deal with our hair texture and actually i don't know if you know that babe is it yvonne victoria yes Um, she goes to yeah i know she goes to somebody i think the person i don't know if the person's black though but you know like those establishments where they deal with black and white yes. people yeah. so that is becoming a lot popular and let's be real like black people were moving into areas where it's not just white a, predominantly yeah. yeah it's white predominant areas so and obviously like you just you have to find some business there's going to be somebody that can deal with it do you know what i mean so exactly. people as well are also like these like we just said now they're understanding the importance of learning everybody's texture and, and having to deal with with different hair types etc so really and truly it's no longer just ig hairstylist that you can go to it will soon be every single stylist out there which obviously again you might still prefer somebody that has your hair type because you trust them more but actually when you know someone and not trying to be rude obviously stylists you know these ig stylists in particular Yes, some of them train. Yes, some of them do their skills, but a lot of them are self-taught, which is mm. fine. And I don't this I don't underestimate that. That's that is definitely enough validation. If you've taught yourself, you've you know done the research. We've seen so many people. Like for example, you know, um, I know she's probably done training on the side and stuff, but you know what's what's the babe's name that does Lenny nails? Love. Oh no, okay. the babe that does nails. That's your friend. Oh, um, and Zainab. Yeah. Zainab. So Zainab, I think that's a perfect example where 
she obviously taught I think I remember her saying something like she was like on YouTube or something and she yeah. was teaching herself and stuff and now she's even to the point where she's left her job and she's full time doing nails and her nails like that is someone that I've seen the skill like you know absolutely just fly off the roof like I constantly go on her page for inspiration like it's yeah. mad um and she's dominating the game let's not lie yeah so it, we, we've seen it and obviously even like Laksanu Lak she said yeah. as well that she's self-taught Lak- you so, never say Lake I, I know Lake Sanu I'm so <laughs> bad um it's because I was gonna say Lakin I was like no it's Lake sorry Lake <laughs> Sanu um she also did a story literally the other day saying that she's self-taught as well mm. everything she does like makeup is herself so it's fine but you cannot lie that there is and obviously these people are also giving out lessons so they know the importance of taking lessons from other people yes if there is an embedded course that's actually certified Mm -hmm. that is something that you can definitely like trust Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and you know what it just it just makes me like really irritated and just upset when i see these kind of things because it's kind of like you want to support black businesses like i want to anyway like where possible like i do try and like you know do that but then sometimes it's feel you feel like you don't even have the the trust in the people that you're entrusting with your hair mm. and nails mm. and that sort of thing because they'll be coming with like all these silly requirements. Like for example, mm. my friend Jess, she goes to this girl to do her nails all the time, and she's just always liked going there. She's black. She um does what she wants her to like. She does the nails that she likes and stuff like yeah. that. And, like. You know, when you're black, you do try and support black businesses, especially when you know that, like, statistically, we are at the bottom of the ranking for people that have money in their community. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So you try and do all these amazing things. But then they'll come out with these requirements where it's like, for example, yeah, my friend used to do her nails, I think, after work at like six o'clock or something. Mm. And now the baby's changing her prices so that a six o'clock appointment is is deemed as out of hours. Mm. So Mm. it's now an extra fee. She's Mm. also increased the prices of her nails. And then there was something else that she's done as well. Oh, um, and also like you have to like book your nail appointment a month in advance and stuff, mm. which for a lot of people is actually quite difficult because you don't know, like you might have a motive now mm-hmm. that is in like a week's time and you want to do your nails and it's like, well, mm-hmm. now I can't book until December or something and it's yeah. flipping November. Yeah. Um, and she did all of that stuff all at once. Like she changed the price, changed the six o'clock mm-hmm. and also changed the booking system all in one. Like mm-hmm. she didn't stage it or anything. She did it all at mm-hmm. once. You know what? And so, yeah. Because yeah. so, we understand that like, look if you know other people in your area in your field are doing that and they're getting away with it and they're making what times two of your income because of that change and you yourself you might feel like actually you know what like do you get what i'm trying to say like yeah i get but... why people might do that because they see other people doing it and they know that actually these people are still getting the clientele they're still getting people and they're making more money than me just because they've done certain things which but i get I, but I, I do feel like feel everybody like... people have like there's a unique selling point for each person people go to you for particular things so you doing that will definitely lose you will definitely lose customers because there's people that understood that you didn't do that and they valued you for it and that's why they gave you their money exactly and like and i feel like that's the important thing that people are forgetting for example someone like zainab yeah i've done my nails with her before and so she's now added me to her close friends so whenever like there's an appointment slot that she doesn't necessarily have for like her general customers or whatever or like first time customers she'll put it on her close friends and be like hi guys like you're my regulars and stuff these are the appointments that I have that like if you need it for example like I know with you and your nail tech for example like if she can fit you in 
she will find a way to fit you in do you know what I mean but like I don't feel like everyone has that Mm. like etiquette I'm not saying that it's a necessity by the way like you don't have to that's how you but if you're trying to retain your customers that's how these that is how a serve when you when you're offering a service it's the tailored service that's how you keep repeat customers because at the end of the day it's not just about getting new 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 it's about having a relationship with people that they actually come to you on every single time they want to do something like that's how you make money exactly it's right it's based on it's based on how you can accommodate them and it's 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 central to to your growth do you know what i mean and i feel like that's the part of business that like people don't really consider like i think a lot of people think like yeah marketing on instagram is really important Mm -hmm. and making sure that like you know influencers are like coming to me and promoting me and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but i can't Mm -hmm. lie like if you're not a nice person if like you're not it's not easy for me to use your booking system it's not Mm -hmm. easy for me to book you I don't know if you're reliable you're late you're Mm -hmm. charging me extra like if for example like for example yeah when I did my hair with Root the first time Mm. my hair dryer broke on the day if that was an IG babe now what am I gonna do I'm finished it's 80 pounds on top of the 80 pounds I was already paying 160 pounds for braids (laughs) Ah, do you know what I mean Mm. which is why for me I'm just kind of like it's so annoying because I do want to support all these businesses but like I can't always because you're too expensive mm. like as much as I want to support you I don't want to be out of pocket because mm. I'm trying to do my nails do you know what I mean like mm. sometimes you're too expensive or like your rules are too much and like, it's fine like, you update might, your we rules might, we might not and be you've not customers. even sent me an email to say that the rules updated I've come mm. now and I didn't know like, mm. like oh it's on my Instagram story sorry I have a nine to I don't even have mm. a nine to five anymore I have an eight to six <laughs> I don't mm. have time to be reading your Instagram story mm, mm, mm. but it's fine like I know people will say that oh yeah then they're, you're just not their customer which is fine that's fair. that's fair enough to be fair that is fine but at the end of the day it's still about like the people that you did work like the people that did use your service just treating them with a bit of you know respect and just, like, just respect but just like you know what i mean it's just all about having good customer service at the end nah, of the day for you to and... come and say that like you're charging somebody 80 pounds extra to as a fine for them putting stuff in their hair i feel like that's kind of disrespectful because if a that white is... person said that to me i would actually i would actually like, yeah, you're right. yeah because i'd be like i'm sorry but my hair texture is not mm. it's not i don't have that kind of hair that i can just not put anything in it and like be you know, because when you come to them blow dry on top of that you're even going to be damaging. you're going to be hurting me you're yeah. going to be damaging my hair you're going to find yeah, it yeah. difficult because there's nothing in my hair and I get that certain styles like you can't put a lot of stuff in it and like a slick back pony is one of them like you can't put loads and loads of stuff in it because um the gel will start to flake and stuff mm. but there's there's ways that you can do it like you mm. can communicate it in a be- red font now that's disrespectful mm, it is, it is, it is, imagine it is. you tell your client i work in red font if you do this if you do- will you not get fired you're going mm, 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 right, right, right. <sighs> damn y'all but yeah that was um that was a uh, sorry that was long but that was the thing that i saw on twitter i was like ah god oh. God help us. So this is why again, if you listen to that episode with Ice Two, um, where we were discussing hmm. um like ice hmm. IG hairstylists and makeup artists or whatever, um, there's so many points we raised there which I think are still valid till right now, and it's just evident as to why people are just learning these skills themselves and, and sorting themselves out because at the end of the day, who can you trust? You can just trust yourself. Or... As in, hmm. and speaking of trust, hey. <laughs> Nah, you've been you've been quite good with the transitions. Listen, today. I I don't even know where we're gonna put the camera. We don't need it. 
don't need no swish. We don't need no swell. We don't need it. I'm a dumb boy, boy. It's because I'm so literally this past week I've been presenting so much. So like. I've just been like noticing things so quickly and knowing how to like link it to something else. But anyways, mm. I'm gonna hand over to Cher and to talk to lead us into this episode. I know it's a bit late, guys, and yeah, but this one, ah, go do. As in go do. Okay, right. So obviously, like you guys know that I was off work for a bit, so yeah, I was just in the Instagram, just watching certain things and stuff before people now start saying to me, "You said you don't have time to watch Instagram, <laughs> story, but you're watching." To a savage you don't reply to my message when you're you like, my message. anyway. Um, so yeah, so the other week I was on Instagram, I think it was a shade borough thing, um, mm. and it was basically like a snippet from a Tia Savage interview, and um, she was basically talking about how um uh, a sex tape that she recorded or like was recorded with her and her partner, I think her partner recorded it or something, um, had gotten out. And somebody had sent it to her manager and basically blackmailed her and was like, if you don't send me X amount of money, I'm going to release this video. Mm. Her manager sent it to Tiwa, Tiwa saw it. And she was like, oh my gosh, like, where did you get this from and stuff? And then the manager explained the situation. And at first Tiwa, I think, contemplated maybe sending the money Mm. and stuff. And then she thought, actually, no, like I'm not sending it because if I send it, there's no guarantee that you're not still going to post it. Mm. And also, it's just like, where does this stop? Like, I send it to you, you don't post it for a month, and then you, you come, come back, back to say, like, something's itching now. Something's itching in me. Yeah, I need or more actually, your clout has gone up now that you've got some mm. brandy. Ah, nah, mm. Maybe I need a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Like, where mm. does it really stop? Great. Um, mm. So then um, she just said, no, she's not. She's not. She's not um paying the ransom mm. fee, whatever that whatever they would call it, mm. blackmail charge. Anyway, so then um the video went out and it was like all over Twitter and stuff like that. Anyway, so the the interviewer asked her like um oh I think she asked like was it your partner that did this and she was like no 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 like he was very very shocked as well. Um, and basically that's where the snippet ended, right? Mm. And so people were in the comments talking about like, um, wow, are you sure though? Like, da 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 Like, mm, that's how stuff. can he record it and it's gone out? Like somebody mm-hmm. must have had it. And if he's the only one that has it, blah, blah, blah. But my friend was telling me actually that later on in the interview, it was discussed and like what had happened was he'd recorded it, accident- oh, mm. accidentally posted it on his Snapchat story. Mm. By the time he clocked, he'd posted on his story. People had already, I guess, screen recorded it. Somebody had anyway. He mm. deleted it, and then that's how the person got the video. But I'm just a bit like, okay, cool. But why are you trying to set? Like, where were you trying to send it? Because mm. for you to get for it to post on your story, do you know how many buttons you have to click? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's quite a few buttons. There's at least two. Mm. Um for you to post it on your story. So some so some people were saying on top of the whole, hmm, I'm sure it wasn't a boyfriend. Like, even if it it wasn't him that actually, like, is blackmailing, like, you know, incognito, then it's also kind of like, who was he trying to send it to? Because mm. his face was not in it. And I feel like this is the problem I have with, like, sex tapes and stuff, is that it's never the guy's face that's in it. It's always the babe's face. Do you know what I mean? So his face was not in it. It was only her face that was in it. And yeah, man. Mm. Who can you trust these days, man? Um, honestly, like it's it's so peak. But I definitely 
think that the stance that Tiwa took is it definitely does make sense because like you like she yes. said, you know, greed is is mad and like we all know like we're blackmailing like once once you once you sign up for it you're in it like for yeah. life truly because this person can continue to use it like whenever however and they know that you're vulnerable because and even if they just like release it and whatever and they don't want any money like the fact that they know that they've been able to control you like it's it gives them the satisfaction that they wanted at the end of the day mm-hmm. to know that yeah you were you were literally like on your knees like wanting to to do whatever to stop the person from from spreading that or sending out that video mm-hmm. but going to the whole trust thing um this is i don't i don't it's not definitely a trigger warning i don't think it's a trigger warning kind of topic anyway but um if it is i guess this is the trigger but um, <laughs> um you haven't I'm even so told people what they're going to be triggered about i know <laughs> the thing no, that I you and tell me do with this trigger warning is so funny because it's like you guys will be like trigger warning and it's like okay but trigger about what like are you about to talk about death are you about to talk yeah, about yeah so i was about to say like i don't know what i don't know what i'm about to say but i'm just wanting to give a warning that this whole topic in general <laughs> might be something that someone's gone through and, and it makes you know it brings up something but i don't know anyway sha <laughs> the whole thing on trust right and especially when it comes to now well let's let's focus on you know your partner or whoever you're with um like you said look things don't just randomly fall into people's laps in my opinion anyway they don't it always has to be an action that is done on someone else now the only way that it can fall in someone's lap is if they sorry what are you talking about now the video so i'm talking about the fact that it was recorded and someone else has it now i know you said that it's gone on um someone he put it on the story and stuff but like you mentioned to put something on your story like now there's quite a few buttons that you have to press Mm. before it was a straight there's a straight button actually that adds but i think now because there's different stories especially if you have like different stories i'm sure this person wouldn't just have one story you have to like click which story you want to add it to whether it's a private one whether it's an open one um whether it's a mm. my story the one that's like the world can see or whatever it is mm. so don't mistakenly go and don't mistakenly go and send it there <laughs> ah, <laughs> hey. yeah the mercy but anything you get my point open so open and 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 uh, perky and turkey. <laughs> huh. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. But um, yeah. So now, hold. On, I'm even. I'm even on my Snapchat now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Cool. I'm on my Snapchat now, and I'm like, okay, cool. Add or say add to story. Before, when you click the button that says add to story, like it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. But now you can see whether you want it to be my stories, Snap Map, or add it to any of your private stories that you have mm. and i know that in the heat of the moment like you know you're not really focusing on that but when you bring it out you, you know what i mean it's a few steps so let's say he did it by accident yeah i just think that in general though why why would like why like yeah why why would you, why would you even why is that going anywhere no but not even just that like, why is it going anywhere why is it even on snapchat like why would you bring out your phone and maybe i'm different because to be fair there was a time where naturally like if i wanted a camera i would go to snapchat but i don't ever do that like if i want to record something that like it's not i'm not sending to somebody and it's not going on my story and i want to just save it in my camera roll i would just go to camera mm. 
you know what I mean? Like you only open up Snapchat if you want to add a filter, which you're not, you're not adding a filter in this case. <laughs> and you're obviously just recording it to save. Maybe he wants it as a memory. I do not know. But I'm sure that he was not thinking that deeply. And as men, I'm sure they do not care about the whole memory thing. So really and truly, I believe that he had an intention of sending it to somebody. And it's just like, who can you trust nowadays? And, you know, like you mentioned in the comments, you're right. So many people are like, hmm, this doesn't even sound right. Like, this doesn't seem right. How can, you know, but then, um, you know, the screen, apparently the screenshot did have the clock in the corner saying like four hours ago or something from camera roll or something like that. Um, But yeah, like, I, just I don't feel know. like it's just such a like, rookie mistake to make like Mm -hmm. what is wrong with you like like genuinely like what is what is actually wrong with you like Mm. this is not it's already bad if it's just any person like do you Mm. know what I mean yes even if it's me please I mean yes yes but it's actually Tiwa Savage like and she has a son so I'm just thinking like yes if you actually really cared person Mm. you're gonna be overly and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie yeah there's times when I've taken pictures of myself yeah on Snapchat to send to like my my friend for like a girl before people start getting mad you know how like sometimes if I wanted to like show you like um I don't know like a bikini that I bought or something yeah I'll take it on like I'll take a video on snap and I'll send it to you even in that yeah I am overly cautious yes. about where I'm sending it because it's not me that's gonna even though it's a bikini yes. it's not me that's overly uh, I'm gonna accidentally go and post it on my story now that's not happening when you're taking a video and you're posting it somewhere and it's a video that's x-rated yes. a video that's x-rated yeah hmm. you're gonna be super super careful with mm. the way that you're posting it and this guy literally has absolutely no regard whatsoever yes. how, yes. are you, how are you clocking four hours later yeah, you're mad. You're mad. You're mad. And actually, no. hold on. If it did say, hmm, let me try and do detective. But if it did say something hours from camera roll, that means that, Does that it was mean actually that it was posted later. Exactly, and also doesn't it mean that it was taken like on your camera, or camera. it was yeah. on your on your Snapchat and you saved it to your camera roll and then you uploaded it. Uploaded it. Hmm. Hey, anyway, I don't want to be detective. I'm not detective, but I'm just. It's not a judgment. It's just an observation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a judgment. It's just an observation. Fam. Based on my usage of Snapchat, as something, in, something. This is not. Is this is not an app sense. that we don't know. We all use as it in, As in, I'm not gonna mm. lie. Something ate. Something, something fishy going, going down. down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like I don't know. I haven't listened to the whole interview, so maybe we've got something wrong here. But mm. genuinely, like if it's coming from camera roll, that mm. means it's on your camera. If it's four hours ago from camera roll, that means you actually you uploaded look. it four yes. hours after you recorded yes. it. So like I don't know, but mm. but back to the whole trust thing. I mean, genuinely, like I feel like this is always something in the back of my mind. Like mm. even like when you're like, you know, talking to someone new or whatever, mm. and you're like, you want to get to know that person, but you also want to have in the back of your mind, like this might not, this be might not work thing. out. Yes. Exactly. This might not yes. be everything. Like I have to be very careful yes. about the topics that I relay about how I mm. like, 
you want to be your authentic honest self but like there's some parts of you like I said earlier hmm. it's not the whole truth that everyone needs to know yes like, yes it's not every part and every element of yourself that people need to know like yes. some of that you really have to reserve for yourself because it might not work out and you know what the most painful thing is it might work out for a period of time and then it might not work out and I feel like that's what's hurtful as well in that like you know there's certain people that they've been together for so long and yes. like they've been in love and like da, 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 but then they have a really messy breakup mm. and then all of a sudden this is out yeah. that is out yes. da, da, da. Yeah. and I don't know if you remember that episode we had with Tinji that time and I was just like oh yeah know the person that you're dating mm. and you guys all said no Sharon because the person that you're dating at the time is completely yes. different to the person that you've broken up with and like, yes. people can really change and just this like the whole Taylor Savage video and stuff it just kind of reiterated that to me in that mm. like you just never know like what people's ulterior motives are and sometimes yes. they don't even know what their motives they don't be know it month. themselves they won't know what their motives will be in a year's time either yes. so it's just like mate yes such a good point um you're right, yeah, that, that was a very good point that we raised actually back in that episode. I love how people yeah. referring back to our old episodes, but it's so true. Like yeah. um you just you just don't know how people like people will change. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a bad thing. It's not like, oh, you should never change, like it's fine, but it just might not be aligned to your to to you. Do you know what I mean? And also yeah. you change as well. Um and yeah, like you just you just don't know and you have to be cautious. Like and I think what is upsetting is that some not upsetting, sorry, but I don't even know what the word is, but some people feel like when you're holding back, then it means that you're not being true to yourself, like you mentioned, or yes. you're not like really putting a hundred percent in or giving it. And I don't think that's the case. Like I feel like the two can happen at the same time. Like mm. you just you you are getting to know somebody, but there's just things where it's like just as a natural human, like and also just protecting yourself, like you have to put yourself in first in these situations. Like, I'm so sorry if you don't. That's literally how people then take advantage of you um, and you are in situations which you would have never signed up to if you were fully kind of knowing of of everything. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you have to put yourself first in those situations, mm-hmm. especially when you're getting to know somebody. You, you mm-hmm. just have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the beauty in, like, I I personally think anyway is when you're when you're super careful at the beginning and obviously you, you're still seeing growth in it and then like bit by bit like you're able to like bring down the the level of protection or the guard that you've been putting up and you don't do that at one release like it's mm. gradual and it takes time and that's why relationships grow and you get to that point where you're ready to fully let go at that point of like marriage for example um and I feel like doing that too early yeah it's too much it's, it's too, too much. much too soon it's too it's soon. like it's like telling someone to run a marathon but they've never trained yeah like it's just it's just a lot like I think just even in, from my perspective as well like I genuinely don't want to know all of your deepest darkest secrets like no the first month <laughs> no that we started talking like um because like for me it might just be a lot as well like I think it comes to and again like referencing an old episode that we we spoke about like 
having kind of um the emotional intelligence to know mm. when you should be talking about certain things and how you should convey them like I, mm. I genuinely feel like there's a skill to it but I feel like once you've mastered it like you you're able to have really healthy relationships just because you'll know like when and how to say certain stuff like do you get what I mean mm, mm, mm. it's so important man oh, I'm crying <laughs> I'm crying but no I don't know I just kind of thought as well like going back to the whole trust thing mm. it just kind of got me thinking as well about like a different like a kind of different scenario but like even like when you're talking to people that you don't have any mutuals with mm. which I can't lie I don't think I, I've really ever I've done it like once I think and like didn't really go anywhere because like, I don't know you from anywhere like mm. but then at the same time it's kind of like you don't also want to have like somebody you don't want to be talking to someone that everyone knows because it's kind of like you want to form your own opinion of the person mm. really. but then it's like I don't know where like where do you draw the line with the whole like is it is it naive to just to just trust somebody that you don't know from anywhere? So for example, mm. say you go out now, you go out to a party or motive or a club or something. Um, let's say you go to a club actually because you're less likely to know most people there. Mm. And like somebody moves here at a club, for example, and he's like, you know, on paper from what you can see and stuff, like he's your type and stuff. Mm. Would you still explore that even if you have zero mutuals with that person? Mm. Because I'm just thinking, like, how do you verify? Honestly, for me, it would take a lot for me to to even, and I have to be real with myself, like, it would take a lot for me to actually take that person or, like, to even proceed because I just feel like in this day and age, and again, this links back to the whole safety thing, like, oh, I don't know how to explain yes. it, but, like, yes, safety yes, for yes, me yes, is yes. just so <laughs> crucial. Like, I need to feel safe. Like and I and not saying that and listen, we, we all know this, we all know that even if somebody verifies and knows the person, like we've spoken on this several times, you cannot be backing people so wholeheartedly when really and truly you don't know how they are, like mm-hmm. in another setting. So do you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. you know, we spoke on, you know, boys backing their boy, but really and truly they don't know that their boy is actually so mm-hmm. mad when it comes to girls. Mm-hmm. Because it's not it's not related to them. Mm-hmm. Um but in the case where, you know, at least just having somebody say something like I know you shouldn't take it for long just based off what I said but it's better than nothing and the idea of not having anybody at all definitely would frighten me Mm -hmm. um and do you know what's interesting about that like it's like is that I don't think I've ever like done a CRB like I've never like gone to someone and be like I'm talking to this guy like what do you know about this guy's guy called like I've actually never done that but at least having the option to do that gives me some sort of peace if that makes sense like wait so you're telling me Sharon that if a guy okay so let's say like a guy moved to you or something and you've seen that like I I've interacted with him on the same oh sofa. that's different no that's no why different. is that different that's a CRB why, okay. no don't do that don't do that okay, okay CRB. maybe that's maybe what I mean is like okay no 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 but the thing is Oh, your problem, Beatrice. Wait, big mess up, Beatrice. Wait, Beatrice. Wait. I think. I think you might disagree with me, but I think this is this is what I mean, right? If a guy's moved to me and I see that you're a mutual on uh, Insta, and more time, I can't lie. Like, if you're mutual on Insta, I probably have heard of the guy. Like, there's very few people that like we're mutual. We have mutuals of, and I don't know who they are from anywhere. But let's say there's an instance where like there's somebody's moved to me and I see that you're mutual yeah I'll obviously tell you like oh yeah like this guy's moved to me like not even in a CRB 
thing it's just like a we speak every day so like obviously you're gonna know sort of thing and if I say that then and then you don't come back and say oh that guy's dodgy in my mind it's fine but I'm not gonna now be like oh can you tell me everything that you know about him what's he like with girls okay but you know what I think it is I think it's the understanding of CRB so like yes you have the extreme where people be like oh yeah can you tell me about this person but actually CRB really and truly and I know obviously I'm not actually talking about the actual CRB. Please, oh, this is not, this is about the, you know. Oh, the, yeah. I, I mean, before we clarify that. In, we're talking about CRB in the context of somebody's chatting to you and you're yeah, just trying to find yeah, out, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think they even call it DB, DBD check or something now. So anyways, but anyways, <laughs> whatever. Not um, Something like that. But anyways. Um, yeah, so I feel like when people say CRB, it's not a case where it's got to be that explicit that you're actually going to, to be like oh tell me about this but it's about if you're mentioning someone and someone like co-signs or someone's like oh yeah he's cool or like oh yeah like then that for me is a slight crb because you're but obviously i wouldn't deem that as a crb i would deem that as somebody having a conversation like for example like if someone's moved to me yeah and i don't know who the person is and then you happen to be there when the person's chatting to me you're generally just going to tell me about the person like it's not me like being like oh yeah who's this guy like do you get what I mean but I think maybe that's what I'm trying to say in that like I don't feel like I've ever gone out of my way to go and source information about a guy because most of the guys that I chat to like even if I don't know them somebody that I know knows them and has happened to like has happened to like relay information about so, but, okay, but the issue here is that you already when you say as you happen to know that means that you already have the information. So really and truly, no, you've I already... The, I don't have the information, but it's readily accessible. That's what I'm trying to say is in, if I'm talking to somebody that I have absolutely no mutuals with, that one is more scary because it's like, if I needed information, there's nowhere to go. In a situation where I'm talking to someone that I actually don't know... Um, no, but okay, but wait, can I, can I, can I jump in here? So maybe yeah. I'm... You know how my mind is very different. So I have taken you saying that because you have that information there, yeah... When you think about it, the information that you kind of have is that you know that somebody knows the person, mm-hmm. right? And because that person as well, let's be real, the person has not brought up the person in a negative light. Because let's, okay, this is what I'm trying to say. So let's say it's no, like, okay, I've met a guy. Wait, okay, let's say I've met a guy. Mm-hmm. Let's say I've met a guy, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. um, it's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm not really going to come to you and be like, oh, yeah, like so-and-so. But I know that you know him, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I've never heard you say anything bad about him. And I know that whatever, like, you know him. Mm-hmm. So in my head, yeah, there's a slight, a slight comfort slash a CRB, a light, it's a, what I call a light CRB done, <laughs> where you have taken that knowledge of me knowing that person as a check mm-hmm. that actually, yeah, this person cannot be that mad or like it's not a red flag immediately because I've not heard anything bad about or that person I've you. mentioned the person and I've explained that the person has moved to me and you've not immediately objected let me give you a different example you're gonna have to cut this out like I don't know how much you can keep in because yeah for example let's for me, for me, and I think it's our definitions of CRB because you're calling it a light CRB, whereas me, for me, I've never thought, I've never done light, medium, high. Like I've literally just been like, okay, well, a CRB is like for me going out and being like someone. Oh, do you know anything about this guy? Like, 
who is he da, da, da. and what I was trying to say is that I've actually never done that I've never mm. gone to someone and been like I, from what I can remember anyway I could be completely wrong here maybe someone's mm. gonna be like yes you have Sharon you asked me about this guy mm. but from what I can remember anyway I've not I've not gone to anyone and been like oh can you tell me about this guy but there's comfort in knowing that if I had to I could if that, mm. could, if that makes sense mm. whereas a guy that I just met at a motive and I've checked in so now we have zero mutuals like, I'm just mm. gonna be thinking like I can't, I don't know if I can even be bothered, like, mm. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. And maybe, like, people will come and be like, oh, no, Sharon, that's definitely, like, a that's low-key a CRB because, like, you've got the information that you need to progress, which, to be fair, is actually true. Because mm. it's, it's, it's about a progression, like, this isn't a case, because I feel like there's different CR, there's different CRBs in, like, um, at different points of when you're getting to know someone. So there's CRB of whether we're even going to continue this conversation or not. Mm-hmm. And then there's a CRB when it's like, okay, cool, this person wants to make it official. Like, I, I just want to, I just need to, it would be nice to know somebody kind of like has an opinion and a thought mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. So like a CRB can even be a case where it's like, okay, like maybe like they say you're talking to your girl about it and you're like, oh yeah, like this guy wants to take it serious. Like, what do you think? And like, fair enough, like, it might not be a direct like I know him and I think this, but a CRB in checking that like someone is assessing what's happened and from an external point of view and can give you like their thought and analysis as to what 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 they think. I think as well is is a check in itself and that's a CRB mm. check. So mm. I feel like there's different points and I feel like the one that I'm talking about is the initial. Let's even continue this conversation because we know for a fact there's some people where you don't even need to go and do a check like because you've heard on a long distance hey that's not that's not you doing a crb that's you already just knowing that we're not aligned that's because you have the crb already no but you don't that's, and that's my point that you don't need to know anything negative like as in all like if okay so yeah okay not that you need to know anything but like if i if you know that i know the person and i've mentioned something bad mm-hmm. then you've kind of got something whereas yeah. if i also not mentioned anything it's also implying something. So it's about, it's yeah. about what it implies. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. silence also implies something. So like if I've mm-hmm. not said anything bad and you know that me and this person, we know each other, it kind of makes it seem like, okay, cool. Like actually, if this person was actually mad, like, I'm pretty sure we just would have said something like something like about this person at some point. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. we are close. So that's why it implies that actually because nothing is but i probably can get to know them i can bring this up later on or something with beaches later on and speak about it whatever but that initial go ahead i feel like knowing that you haven't heard anything bad and you know that people know this guy is enough crb to progress something mm, yeah yeah um, but yeah I that's just my own opinion but i do uh, yeah but the whole direct like going to ask someone like i'm sure there are people that definitely do do that and to be honest oh, yeah, like, absolutely i i understand why they would there's people that, that have come to me yeah i yeah, totally exactly. get it i see i see why like it would mm. be important and i feel like actually like i can definitely name at least one occasion where if i had done that i would have saved myself so much time and yeah. i just didn't yeah. do it um yeah. so yeah Mm. but then moving on from like the relationship and and thinking about it from a friendship perspective in terms of the whole trusting thing and I think it's a very hard with friendships because mm. you know the vulnerability okay so to be fair you should be vulnerable with both your partner and your friends but I feel like with friends it's a lot easier to be vulnerable because you aren't naturally as safeguarding as you might be because it's like additional I know that there is friendship heartbreak but do you know what I mean like naturally 
I feel like people just feel like, oh, heartbreak at first, like it's predominantly like to do with like your partner and then your friendship heartbreak. But actually, the reality is actually the friendship one can be just as impactful. Um, and I feel like because of that, people who don't understand that it's just as painful to lose a friend as it is to lose a partner, they then are more vulnerable with, with their friends and they tell them a lot about them and all that. And you know how you were talking about, you know, some things are just not better left unsaid, but like it's better to not talk about certain things at the beginning and stuff. Do you apply that to your friendships too? Oh, absolutely. Like if I've just met you and we've become friendly, um, I'm not going to tell you everything that I need to, that, you, that I'm not going to tell you everything about myself. Like I definitely mm. apply the same measures. I think it's not about the context of the relationship. It's about the context of humanity. Mm, <laughs> that sounds very mm, deep, but mm. it's true. Just because you have a partner and they have a title of your boyfriend or your girlfriend doesn't mean that they're any more trustworthy than somebody that you call your best friend or mm. your close friend. You get what I mean? So mm. I definitely apply the same wisdom in both aspects of like mm. my life. Um, and I think that everyone should as well. I think with friendships, like it's even more important just because mm. you can actually have a friend for a couple of years and that's it or like a, or a friend for a season in that mm. like maybe whilst you're at uni you're really close and mm. then after uni like you're not in the same prox you're, like you're not in the same close proximity and mm. stuff like that and so like mm. your friendship like dwindles a little bit or mm. do you know what I mean I've mm. definitely had that where like I've had really close friends when I was at uni and after uni mm. it's like we're still friends but like we don't really speak that often do you know mm. what I mean mm. if I then in my in my uni friendship was now telling them everything about my life and stuff and mm. let's say they were an untrustworthy person and I'm finished like mm. Mm. do you know what I mean so, so true. for me I definitely apply mm that same level of wisdom in both aspects of my life mm. um I definitely think that I do to an extent but I feel like this conversation has highlighted the importance of it um because it is very very easy to be more vulnerable with a friend and just like say mm. things because you're like you know what like you know how they say like as well and it's, it's applicable to both but like time doesn't de determine how strong a friendship is oh yeah absolutely. um so like there's some people that you can meet where you're just like instant like this is actually like this is this is somebody that needs to be in my life kind of thing mm. um and because of that you're so happy that this has happened and it feels right so you then become more relaxed and you just mm. kind of say whatever it is you want to say um which I don't think there's an issue with but there is still the whole kind of just being a bit cautious in the sense that like you mentioned there are there are friends that you have for particular seasons and stuff and you just don't you don't you don't know mm. you will never know until that moment happens where you know it's the, interesting mm. like just based on what you just said now about the whole time thing like I was just thinking like oh that's actually a really good point because I've definitely had like a situation where for example like I've known somebody for um like a really really long time like well not really long time but mm. I mean in comparison to the example that I'm going to give later mm. like I've known that person for I think it was oh, maybe like five or six years right mm. um and then there was another friend that I had from work who I'd only known for like a year or something mm. Mm. and I was like telling them something about like my life or whatever and I felt more uncomfortable telling the person that I'd known for six years but mm. I felt like I had to tell her because I felt like 
it would be you know when you've been through something so you want to mm. you want to like be like I don't know you want to say something so that you can encourage that person yeah but at the same time like I had to really think to myself like Sharon like this is really like um important thing to you like you mm. know this person is not this even though you've known them for years and stuff mm. and there should be a level of trust and respect that comes in friendships and relationships when you've had that friendship for mm. a period of time mm. but even even in that moment I was just like I actually feel more uncomfortable telling you this mm. than I've been telling my colleague that I've just well she's my colleague but also like a friend obviously mm. that mm. I've known for like a year mm. um so yeah time is definitely not a measure but yeah I remember like I seen like this meme or something where people are like I think it was even on a birthday card I saw it in like card factory or something it was like oh happy birthday we have to be friends forever because you know too much about me mm. and I was like it's funny but like sometimes it's actually true as well mm. like yeah man <laughs> that's so true like I remember the other day I won't say what chat but you remember that group chat we were like nah hey! this is we were like <sighs> if anybody has access to that chat Jesus. we are finished as if they're gonna throw us and the thing is that it's not like it's like that mad or anything but it's just like you know when you're vulnerable well not with anybody when you're when you're just open about how you feel about certain things like you should be there should be people in your life that you can do that with but exactly boy, it definitely does put you in a vulnerable position let's be real i think those are the kind of like those are the things that are even a little bit more tricky like ah, mm. uh, how do i explain it it's like for example like you and I for example like I'm mm. obviously complete and I've said this on the pod before like I'm completely mm. open to the point where I tell you how I'm thinking in my first instance like mm. I don't really filter myself when it comes to you because mm. I'm just like you know me by now like you mm. know that I have an opinion today but actually it like, can my change can change and like that's not me not knowing that's not me being naive or whatever it's just that like actually I've consider the other external factors do you know Mm, what I mean and mm. now I've come to a different conclusion Mm. but that's just me someone else if I did that with someone else they might think like this girl never can like make up her mind about Mm. something do you know Mm. what I mean Mm. but say for example you're having a conversation about like somebody else Mm. with another person does that make sense Mm -hmm. like you're talking about let's say like another girl or something Mm. Um, and then you're saying all these things like, oh, you know, I don't know if I really like, really like this girl. Like she mm. seems a bit like this. She seems a bit like that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then the person that you're actually having that conversation with is not trustworthy. And then they go to go and share your gist. But these mm. times, actually, you're like, oh my days, I'm so mistaken. Like I definitely. And they don't mention that. Huh. Hmm. you're finished and I feel like even though we're talking about sometimes being vulnerable and talking about yourself, mm. sometimes even when you're talking about your perception of other people, your perception yep. of other situations, or do you know what I mean? Like that in itself. Yeah. Even just things like, like, I don't know, for example, like if somebody was going for a job that you currently have, right? Mm. And then they're asking you like, oh, I've got an interview, I want to t- like salary expectations, that kind of thing. Mm. And then they go start telling, oh, I need this and da this, that. And then mm. the, like even that is like a case of like somebody not being trustworthy. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm, it's all mm. long, man. I don't mm, know. Mm. This is why some people say they only have two friends and like, I actually hear it because, <laughs> nah, they don't make friends like the way they used to these days. I'm mm. so done. No, it's actually tricky. Like I was deep in as well, like to, to create fr- genuine friendships now, like it's definitely possible, but it must be very difficult to discern like who's actually like a good friend and who isn't absolutely like mm. honestly I feel like 
the time that we were afforded to be able to make genuine friendships when we were younger we don't have that time anymore no, like no the friends that I have that I'm closest to now are friends that I made when I was like 11 mm. <laughs> do you mm. know what I mean like I was mm. young when I made those friendships or mm. like some of them are from uni but then again you have what you have so much more time, time. because mm-hmm. like you're not working all the time do you get mm. what I mean like mm. um whereas now fam to even have dinner with my family that I live mm. with sometimes like Problem. it's hard mm. like so yeah making friendships in your l- latter years I can't lie like yeah it's difficult difficult yeah man but it's not impossible for those people who are like oh like I definitely like want to make new friends and stuff definitely like it's possible absolutely but let's be real like you need to be cautious of the people that you're bringing into your life especially mm-hmm. at this age as well exactly um, but yeah um especially when there's like other people who may be impacted yeah by it like just going back to the whole team of savage video like you know how i said like she's actually a mum with a son mm. so i just feel like even in that moment like somebody that really does care about you and stuff mm. like they're gonna be thinking way about other things beyond, yes but, oh this is a really intimate moment that i want to record mm. like mm. at least you would hope so do you know what i mean because yeah now that video is literally online and it's his mom like come yes. on like come yes. on dog. so like, bad what? so bad oh man for real for real as well wow but um yeah i think that's um that's basically the end of today's episode wow i feel like again this was probably another long one jesus christ yeah. sorry y'all but um I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. As always, make sure you guys follow us on our socials. That is BTSPod underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. I mentioned this earlier in the episode, but make sure you guys check out the playlist BTS Song of the Week on Apple Music and on Spotify too. And yeah, I think that's basically it. I don't know, Sharon, if there's anything you wanted to add. No, nothing else to add. Just make sure to let us know what you're thinking as well. If you mm. agree, disagree, that kind of thing. Um, using hashtag BTSPod on Twitter as well. We always, always, always read the tweets. Yes. Always yes. read the tweets. So yes. please, please, please do use that hashtag. Honestly, and also tag people. with the account as well if you, if you don't know. Yeah, if you tag can well. tag the account as well, that would be great. Um, Because, yeah, like, honestly, some of your comments actually be killing Trust. Us. And actually... Um, I'm really interested to know what people actually consider CRB. So, guys, like, let us know. Do you consider what I said a CRB? Do you consider what Sharon, like, initially thought was a CRB? Like, let us know what what you guys actually think a CRB involves. Like, is it a full-on check? Or can it be subtle things as well that contribute of it, that constitute to a, to a CRB? But, yeah, let us, let us know. Yeah, let us know. And lastly, like I know we say this like every so often, but please, if you haven't already, um, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, we read those. And yeah, it's really nice to like know that, you know, we're not recording in vain. Mm, <laughs> um, and that people are actually enjoying the content. Also, guys, sometimes we'll be struggling to think of topics, I'm not going to lie. Mm. Also, like, I feel like we're giving you guys a to-do list. But anyway, Sha, yeah. if you can also think of any topics or if there's anything that you want yeah, to Yeah, Sha, I for giving us one. We're definitely embedding that into, our, into the ones that we want to discuss. Yeah, definitely. So let us know topics, dilemmas and stuff. Like, send everything our way. Like, mm. we will absolutely... Um, yeah like incorporate that into our episodes and stuff but yeah thank you guys so much for listening um it was just Beatrice and I today but hopefully you still enjoyed it and we'll definitely be back next week as always with a new episode bye 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 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.